course, today is opening day of college college basketball. We've absolutely knocked it out of the park in recent years in college basketball. Well, forever, right? I used to have a site called College Basketball Place, of course. It was Miami Mitch's place first, and then College Football Place. Then our my, sec, my third site was College Basketball Place, and it was massive as well. And that's when people were like, man, you should just cover every sport. And... Uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Brian Bittler, of course, with us. He knocked it. I mean, he's just absolutely rocked the book last year in college basketball. College basketball is one of the easiest sports to take advantage of the square betters. And that's why Brian generally uh, is good because there's a lot of games on the card. So, you know, a lot of a lot of cracks to slip through, you know, and a lot of games where it's like, you know, the opportunities are there, you know, when it's, you know, it's Notre Dame versus Alabama, you know, in, fo- in football, well, there's really not a lot you can do, right? Packers versus Steelers. You get these giant public teams. But in college basketball, you know, on a day like today, 80 games, you know, and on an average Saturday, 150 games. Those little ones, those are the ones that slip through the cracks, but we have them all covered, Sports Chat Place and Pick Dogs. Of course, I did 25 videos today covering college basketball, and uh, I'll continue to hammer those videos the best I can. But... uh Anyways, yep, so many games. That's really what it's all about. Full coverage, you know, full coverage. But anyways, I'm going to bring the gang in. I was waiting for Rod. He's not here. So um, we will just bring the gang in as is, and we will adjust the screen um, on the fly. Not not like we haven't done that in the past. But we have Ann. So Rod's not here. We'll take his name down. I don't know where he is. I don't know if he has power or doesn't have power. Brian and Chris, their name tags landed exactly where they are. But, uh, Ann, how are you doing today? Doing well. How are you? Good, thanks. Glad to see you can make the open of the show this time. Yeah, um, I'm so excited. We got, <laughs> I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> we got college hoops today. What do you have in store for our audience at Sports Shop Place and Pick Dogs Premium? Yeah, I'm taking it a little slow for this first day. I want to see how everything goes, but I have three totals up there. It's on one package uh, as a profit pack. So you buy that, uh, looking to turn a big profit for today. Um, All totals, though, for today, and I think I'll do spreads tomorrow. I just want to see how everything goes. Chris, how about you? What do you got going on today? (laughs) Treading lightly or going with the the Big Mac? (laughs) No, I... (laughs) Believe it or not, I'm treading lightly as well. But you know what? I had to dissect this card really, really well, and I had to cherry pick a couple games. But I got my whale bet Wednesday out there. Three, three plays for tonight and today, this afternoon as well. We're just big plays. Some of my max unit plays. I got them over for twenty nine ninety five over the website. Easy for me to say. And uh, you know, I plan on going three and zero even even to kick off college basketball season. So uh, let's get this done today. I know Brian doesn't have anyone to sell to because I think everybody bought his season pass yesterday for four hundred bucks. Almost was, hit that limit. I had to, almost had to take it down. Yeah, it was, it was it was it was dicey. I had to sell the Beamer. It was really not. Fun. I was like, I was thinking, oh great, now Mitch is going to complain. I couldn't even bring it, it to the used car lot. I had to, I had to, I had to draw the sign, like take the sheet of paper for sale with my phone number at the bottom, driving around, <laughs> driving around town at fifteen miles an hour. <laughs> but for me uh i've had three straight college basketball winning seasons 383 wins 306 losses last 689 that's 56 percent winners 
over $42,000 in profit today. A three-pack of college basketball, you can get it at the website for 50 bucks. Or the best deal for any of these cappers here is a 30-day plan because you're going to get college basketball, college football, NFL. So lock into a 30-day pass. All right. I've got an early three-pack and a late three-pack. I really didn't want to give out this many games, but I, li- I like this card enough. I think that there's enough opportunity, especially with some of these late scheduled games, the ones that were like kind of rescheduled things and mixed and matched. I just think there's a lot of opportunity. And I, I also do believe in why I normally try and, I try and say, um, you know, that this isn't something that I, I, I try and do because, um, you know, I know, understand the, the pick buying mentality, but it's like you got in college basketball, you kind of got to jump in as early as you can because these lines will move, especially on a day like today, you know, where it's opening day. So some people were late are late to the party, late to the trigger. I could see like the web traffic, how many people are reading articles on the free stuff and all that kind of stuff. So I can see the building and building and building. And I'm going to guess that there's going to be a time where we look at our, you know, our odds software, whatever software you use to look at all the odds or whatever site you use to look at all the odds. And you're going to see the whole thing just lit up like a Christmas tree because you're not even, you know, and you're going to go to your online betting site to put in bets and you're not even going to be able to because there's going to be that much action in that many games. The beauty of college basketball for us, right? The, I don't know if we're compulsive gamblers, we're just, you know, compulsive bettors or, I mean, I'm a professional better. I mean, that's, that's what I am. But the thing that I really like about it, because I'm a professional better, but I also am a recreational better. You know, it's like, I'll bet. You know, the ones that I, you know, say these are the type of stuff that I need to make a living on. And then I also have, you know, like how Brian calls them his $50 games. You know, it's like, I don't put $50, I put a little, I put a little, little extra. <laughs> but the, the thing is, is that two hours and you're out of there in college hoops. It's not like going to be a four hour referee flag fest. <laughs> you know, it's not going to be this, you know, jump out of bounds and stop the clock or whatever. You jump out of bounds in college hoops. The other team gets the ball. You know, so it is, uh, it is fast paced. It's 20 minute halves. The first half is, you know, usually takes about 40 minutes total, you know, and the second half, it, depending on how close the game is or not, might take a little bit longer, but usually two hours in and out on these college basketball games. So, um, Rod has decided to show up, but I don't, uh, see him. I only see the Skype logo. Didn't you feel like a kid on Christmas Eve last night? I mean, I know I did. I was very... I, I actually... I didn't... Unfortunately, I didn't have that opportunity. Because the thing is, is that aside from doing the handicapping, Rod, we can't see you. We've waited so long for this. So... For so we're going to have to take you down. and You'll let us know when, you're, when it's working. I'm going to get this to work. Yep, we're oh, not going to sit there with the... Maybe click the video button. A blank screen. I, I think I clicked the video button and then. Well, like, just log out, log out and log back in, Rod. We're gonna we're gonna uh, try and sell some sell some picks and, and give out some free picks here. Anyways, because um, that's what we do. But anyways, we have um, we have uh, you know a lot of action out there, and like I said, you know, two hours, you're in, you're out, and that's that's it's the beauty of it. That's why there's hundreds of games, you know, generally. But, um, yeah, we're just going to go through the card. We're going to, um, you know, hopefully Rod makes it back. But um, I'm not going to sit there with a blank screen there, you know, 
working through his tech problems. It's not what I'm in the mood for today. I'm in the mood for some college hoops. But anyways, what I was saying is like how you guys felt it's Christmas and all that stuff. See, that's, that's the whole thing is that normally as a fan and as a better and all of those things, I would feel like it's Christmas. But unfortunately, or fortunately, as, as the owner of the sites and stuff like that and with the cancellations and reschedules and all that stuff, it was a it was a fire drill for me. I worked right through dinner. You know, it was a fire drill all all night. I you know I didn't. It just that's what it was. You know, and then I woke up. I had to get up this morning at two thirty. You know, to start all over again. So while I'm excited about college basketball and I know things will run smoother, it's just you know there's there's some wrinkles you know that that have to be dealt with as well, you know, there. So, you know, just to, to provide, it doesn't just happen by magic, you know, out there. It doesn't, a lot of people putting in a lot of hard work to get it there. Chris and, and the other guys that write on the sites, um, Shane and, and Andrew and Randy and uh, Ron Romanelli and, uh, and Brett. Um, these guys really, really worked hard last night because, Along with you know trying to not write up games that were that are canceled, which is hard enough. Now they're adding games as well. It's like let's all right. Well, we can't have this game. Let's just mix and match, right? It's like the mix and match section. It's kind of like my sock drawer, right? It's like well, they're close enough, you know. It's like they're both sort of black, right? <laughs> I mean, it's like the, it's like the sorta, you know. No one's gonna see it. <laughs> But that's basically what it was. And, I mean, some of these games were some of the bigger-name teams. And even some of these games, too, late lines. Even the Ohio State line came out late, right? I didn't do a video on it because there was no line. I did 25 videos, and it was like I, I cherry-picked through, you know, the best that I could. And I'm going to try and do the, about 20 to 25 videos every day, you know, for college hoops, and along with, you know, whatever the sports are going on. Is there an article for every single game, like James Madison versus Limestone at 12? Only the <laughs> line, like only game lined games. Oh, okay. Only lined games. That game has no rotation numbers, so it would not be covered. But Nebraska McNeese would be. I'm surprised how many didn't get canceled. Mm. I bet there's a lot of information about McNeese State out there. There is. It's there. Wow. It's there. We've always found it. Huh. I've been doing this so many years, and there's sometimes I'll see a team name. It's like, oh, McNeese State. Love me some Southland basketball. Well, let's um, <laughs> let's get let's get it let's get right into it. We're just we're not going to cover everything. We're going to do the best that we can. Um, we'll do free for all Fridays during um, college basketball. I know that just. Put a smile on Chris's face because he knows what a, what a shit show that can become. <laughs> but um, Team A versus Team B. B with, with the point, the spread. point <laughs> spread. I see it down here. It says if, it. If I get one, if I get one, if I get one Alabama question mark, you're out of here. Drama. <laughs> Xavier minus four and a half. What does that mean? Yes. What exactly does that mean? Who are they playing? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's let's get to uh, let's get to some of the action. 
We're going to kind of, like I said, we're going to kind of gloss over. We're going to go to Oakland versus Xavier. I just did this one on the Spread Knowledge Show. Spread Knowledge picked the under in this game. And any thoughts on Xavier Oakland from the Cintas Center in Cincinnati? Home game for Xavier in this one. Yeah. Uh, do you mind sharing the spread on that? And I can give you a Xavier answer. minus 16 and a half down oh, from 21. Uh, I yeah, I have I was not really impressed how much was uh, them last year. So I'm gonna go towards the opposite and say I'll do the Oakland. I'll stay with the, I'll pick with the Grizzlies. Um, you know I want to see how these teams that are favored right now do. I'm, I'm with you. Was, We're gonna keep them quick today, Chris. First day, I was not impressed though with you know Xavier last year at all. So I'm gonna go the opposite here. Oakland coming one. off their worst season in a long time too, Chris. Who, who do you like here? Uh, I'm going to lean towards Oakland um, only because they got their one of their leading scorers back. They brought in a transfer, putting up 13 a game. And I just think it is a home game here, but I think Oakland can at least keep it within 15. Got um, my. How about you, Brian? I hate to be long-winded on this game, but I see an opportunity for both the spread and the total here. I absolutely agree with spread knowledge here. Huge value on the under at uh, 141 and a half, the way the public's betting the over. And the public has bet Oakland down from 21 to 16 and a half. I think now's the time to get in the Xavier. I think now they're at a reasonable price. So Xavier and the under here. Xavier has missed the tournament like two of the last three years or something. That's like unheard of for this program, you know. You watch, they're going to probably end up being loaded and be one of those surprise teams. Got Miami of Ohio against North Dakota, the Fighting Hawks. Of course, they used to be the Fighting Sioux. I don't know. But they're the Eskimos. Any thoughts here on this under-the-radar matchup at 1 p.m. Eastern time, man? Um, what was the game again? I'm sorry. The... Uh... Okay. Miami of Ohio against South against yeah, North Dakota. Um, I was actually just looking at this this morning, and I think I actually am going to go with Ohio on this one. I do like this. Um, they're home, correct? If I, I'm going to go with them. Miami I'm of Ohio. Not... This game's in Oxford. I I think that they'll. Chris, well, they just want to cover. Yeah, I'm going to go with North Dakota and the point that nothing about Miami, Ohio's team this year coming into the season just really impresses me. They don't have any you know, high-profile players. And I think North Dakota can maybe even steal this one outright. So I'll, uh, I'll take North Dakota and the points. Yeah, North Dakota generally plays a lot of big out-of-conference. Brian? I'm going to lean towards Miami, Ohio. It's not a game I'm rushing to bet, but with this line movement going up a little bit, uh, I'm going to lean towards Miami, Ohio. I'll be sitting this one out as well. I don't love this game, to be <laughs> honest. I, I'm, I think, I think of anything, maybe maybe a lean to the under. I think 142.5, a little to the aggressive side. 70 is, a, 70 is kind of the magic number in college hoops. You, know, you just don't see it. It's like 68-62 is you know, kind of like... Uh, a good college hoops. Ohio State against Illinois State. This one's interesting. Ohio State had two guys transfer out, <laughs> which is rare for them, but they always get a lot of talent coming in. This line came out a little late, so I did not do a video on this one. I've heard mixed opinions out there in the handicapping public or world. And any thoughts here about Ohio State? This one, of course, in Columbus, Value City Center. 
Yeah. Um, I can't see the spread. What's the spread on that? I'm trying. My 18 and a half. Yeah, I, you know, I'm going to go with the under here. I, I don't think they'll. 138. I don't, yeah, I, I, I think what's going to happen is they'll get a 15-point lead. And it will, it might come down to foul. I think that they'll have a little bit of a lead. I don't know if they'll cover, but I see it just going under a point or two at this game. Chris? Yeah, I'm going to lay the points with Ohio State. Uh, Illinois State lost pretty much all their production from last year, and uh, even with Ohio State losing some players as well, they brought in Seth Towns from Harvard and Justice Soon from Cal. Those are two good pieces. So I'll uh, I'll take um, Ohio State in this one, laying the points. Brian? Illinois State, like Chris said, lost their production, and they weren't very productive last season to begin with. Ohio State, uh, normally I like to take the dog here, but here I'm going to take the favorite. I think Ohio State has to get off to a good start, and they're going to blow out Illinois State. Yep. Ohio State always starts the season blowing out these type of teams. Last year it was Cincinnati that they beat up on at home. Remember that? They beat them by about 100. Um, got Virginia up against Towson. Got a low total in this one at 121.5. We know that, I mean, if Towson gets out of there scoring over 35, it's going to be a shocker. And? Oh, I love when they have these low totals. I'm going to go with the under. I see this being like 112. That's Virginia, <laughs> yeah. Game. Virginia, Wisconsin, I think we're going to see some low numbers this year. Chris? When I, when I first looked at this game, I said if it's, over, <laughs> if it's anything around 110, I'm going to take the under. <laughs> and that's, yeah. 121 and a half is a gift. I think this one barely gets to 100. I don't know if Towson even scores 30 points, let alone 35. What's the, over, what's the total on shots that Towson takes from the logo? Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Nine and a half? Because I think that's maybe... I have this vivid memory of Virginia-Clemson last year where Clemson took, I mean, almost every shot. Virginia would not let them anywhere near the actual court. They had to shoot from the logo. And they were taking the shots. It was like, what are you doing? It's like that big tiger paw in the middle of the court. It's like, I mean, people were leaving. It was empty by halftime. Brian? What do you think? Yeah, it's a it's a pretty square play, but I do like the under here. I don't see how else you can play the game. I don't see Virginia scoring too much in Towson's. Uh, they're going to struggle, so lean to the under. They'll be cranking down those those totals in Virginia and Wisconsin games this year. I believe we're starting to see. You know, they start ratcheting them down to the one hundred eights, right? We got. Brian sounded so disappointed. He sounded so disappointed taking the under there. He's like, oh. <laughs> No, but it's Virginia. They always are around that 60-point average. Is Rod back? He's not back. He's mad at me. It's okay. He'll, he'll, he'll be fine. Anyways, we, that's, that's why you got to get on early. You know, it's like fix the tech, fix your tech issues. Maybe his internet wasn't working. Maybe it's, maybe that was the problem. I don't know. We'll find out. We will, Rod, we Rod. will find out. St. Mary's against Memphis. You know, we got a... A point and a half line drop here. Um, we have in, inverse line movement here on St. on St. Mary's, but to be honest with you, I don't see it. Mm. And I'm going to go with Memphis here. I I like this team. They've they brought on a few good players. St. Mary's don't really know much about 
So I'm going to go with Memphis on this one. Chris? Yeah, St. Mary's lost Jordan Ford and Malik Fitz, who accounted for almost 40 points per game for them last year. And I think that's just going to be too much to replace, even with guys coming in. Memphis got Landers Nolly the second from Virginia Tech, and he's eligible right away, and that's huge. And I think Penny Hardaway's going to have his guys coached up for this one, so I'll, uh, I'll leave the points with Didn't Memphis. did Penny also get a really big recruit? Didn't he get, like, one of the really big guys in? Like. Uh, I know he got a JUCO transfer. He got someone from Florida, but I don't know about the. Uh, let's, let's <coughs> I don't know about the recruit. See, I have this one here because it's um, it's a little thinner than the other one, so it's easier to find stuff fast. Let's see what they say here. <laughs> Memphis is on page. You always know, like you know. Oh, they're a page two twelve team. <laughs> you know, like one of the little guys. <laughs> I thought you would have had the corner folded down. No, <laughs> kidding. I wanted to rip the table of contents out to make it easier to find stuff. So Memphis's guy that they got in is Musa Sisi. Okay, Musa Sisi. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see him on the. Yeah, he's the guy. So he's the guy you want to look out for. The guy who basically it was kind of like they were okay without him there. They're a tournament team with him, you know. So it's one. He's one of those guys. Yeah, he came in high ranked. Very highly ranked. Yeah, he's. I'm actually excited for this Memphis team. We'll see what they can do. Hands for me in this game, there's just uh, too much public support here for this dog, for <laughs> St. Mary's. I'm going to have to go with Memphis here. Uh, I think it's at a line now where you can bet the Tigers. So I'm going to lean towards Memphis. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that it's here. Yeah. I am. It's like I don't see it, you know, and it's like that always scares me a little bit when I don't see it, you know. But Normally, I, I'd like a team like St. Mary's. Yeah, me get too. Any cracks against the Memphis, but not not the way the numbers are showing me. So, anyways, it's like I'm handling customer service, and it's like plus I did that free giveaway on spread knowledge, so it's like people think like all of a sudden that I'm spread knowledge is customer service or something, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, not really. Is it is it different than Sports Line? Well, one is called Sports Line, and one's called Spread Knowledge, so I would say it's probably a little different. Kansas State and Drake. And what time is that game? 2 p.m. Eastern time. And the line dropping like a rock here. Yeah. Uh, Kansas I, State I, dumpster fire. I feel like it just makes sense to take Kansas State here. I, again, Drake was a big disappointment last year. I was not impressed 20 with 20 wins, all. right? 20 wins. I, whatever. I don't, I'm not a fan of Drake, so I'm going to go with Kansas. These um, are the people that brought really you the ring day, man. These are the people that brought you the ring ding. They're going to really want to try to. Kansas is really going to want to make a statement this year, especially, you know, with their football team not so great. I think they're going to do very well today. Give me Kansas State. They're going to get housed. Chris, they're going to get smoked. (laughs) Money line. I don't know what you're looking at, Chris. I I like it. They're terrible. (laughs) They're shit stained. I mean, they're, they're just, I mean, they're stink. Kansas State? Oh, are terrible. Kansas. <laughs> I'm not prepared. You know All right, give me the under. Yeah, okay. No, you already got Kansas, Kansas State. State. Maybe I'm wrong. Chris? 
Now, now, you know what? I it's, think they'll win. I don't know. This is sort of the same problem I have with Akron in, in football. Kansas State lost three guys, th- their three top players from an 11 win team. So that could, things can't get much better for for Bruce Weber. And, and Drake was a cover machine last year. And Absolutely. yeah, they lost their center, but I think that there's still enough for Drake. And I think Drake could win this outright, but I like him with the points here. Brian? Any chance yeah, Kansas K- State? K-State was uh, absolutely awful last year, and I think this is the kind of line that I would like to see in St. Mary's and Memphis, but I didn't see it here. It looks like the sharp money's for Drake. I'm going to take Drake plus the points and sprinkle some money line on there. Yeah, I think, I think you know, the thing about Kansas State, and this is where I don't see where Ann is coming from here, is that this was the type of team that Bruce Weber basically spent the entire season apologizing for. You know, it's like, we're better than our record. No, you're not. You're getting your ass kicked by everybody. It's like, you don't even show up for the Kansas game anymore. It's like, you got housed. I mean, normally it's like they split with Kansas, you know. Normally they split with Kansas. It's like, not even close. Not even in the same building. It's like, I, think, I, think, I think when he said that all five starting positions were up for grabs and it would fire the team up, but I think it just added, like, more uncertainty. Like, these guys were like, uh-oh, wait, did I make the right choice coming here? Well, that was like, um, oh, what team was that? It was like, there's one team where just, they gave them, it was like the transfer portal. It was like, the whole team just said, we're out. <laughs> they did, you can't fire the coach. The whole team, I think it was Oakland, right? It was like, you can't fire the coach. All right, the whole team left. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I thought you were talking about Kansas, not Kansas State. but. <laughs> Anyways, Maryland Old, Domin- um, Maryland Old Dominion. Old Dominion, generally a good team. Really uh, the worst Old Dominion team that we've seen sometime last year. Maryland, this was a team that a lot of people thought were going all the way last year. They won the Big Ten. At least they were co-champions last year. And they lost their two best guys. One of them was really one of the best guys in the country. Number 10 overall pick in the NBA draft. Good. Um, In this year's lottery. And Monarchs got anything here for the Terps? Oh, I, I don't think so. I think this is going to be an under here at 132, 132 and a half. I think and it's at 126 now. Yeah. Is it? Oh God. <laughs> I'm so bad. Uh, let's do that. We're going to go with, we're going to go with the still on the under at that 126. Chris. The issue that I have is this is an old Dominion team that struggled to score, but they did play really good defense, and they're bringing back, back four-digit scorers, which isn't something we can say for uh, Maryland. So I'll take old Dominion and the points. Brian? Yeah, I like Maryland, and I like the under here, but the, both these are really moving away from value. Uh, Maryland's almost up to minus 10. Uh, the unders went from 132 to 126, but I'm still going to lean towards the under as the best bet of these two. Yeah, I don't see anything from Old Dominion right now. Nothing. I think I, I think the under might be the play here too. One twenty five and a half down a full seven points. Touchdown. Got uh, North Dakota State and Nevada. This is an odd one because I see a lot of action on Nevada here, but this line is not budging. And of course, you know Nevada lost. This is a team that lost like their whole team. 
So Steve Alford has got a 10-year contract. And so he can basically do whatever he wants. And we know no one busts up a program like Steve Alford. And, you know, it's like he can win, like, his first year there to dress it up. Um, he, he can dress it up, you know, early. But, um, you know, with other people's players. But once it's his own players, it was like at UCLA. It's like, so you mean LaMelo Ball's not coming? You're fired. It was basically that was what happened. It was like he threw the, the middle brother off the team, LiAngelo, right? He threw him off the team at UCLA. So LaMelo said, I'm not coming. And he, they fired him. It was like the kid stole stuff and on a road trip. was like caught at the hotel gift shops. In, stealing, in China. In China, stealing things. Boy, so he, he threw him off the team. I mean, what a mess, right? And then you lose LaMelo Ball. As you know, basically, was your locked-in recruit. You had the, his both of his brothers had played there, and they said, "Well, Lamelo's not coming. You're fired." <laughs> Anyways, I like it. I mean, I could see where UCLA's coming from. Anything to get that guy out of it. It'll be amazing. It'll be amazing to see what they do when the first time Mick Cronin takes out the whiteboard tonight. And uh, what do you think here, Nevada and North Dakota State? We could we could talk about Alford all day long. He's in my Harbaugh. He's one of my Harbaugh guys, like the ex-player. You know, that was like. <laughs> thinks he can coach and just everywhere he goes he just gets stepped on you know oh man i remember that earlier sure that was that was pretty crazy uh these teams usually average over 70 points but like you said i did redoing their whole team everything so i'm going to lean towards the under here on this one i i love taking unders um on the opening day um they go off of point average points from last year you got new players in there so I definitely see this game going under. Chris? Yeah, you know, I, I like uh, I like North Dakota State with the points, right? Even money line. Just for all the reasons Mitch said, I mean, Steve Alford will coach you out of a victory faster than most coaches in, in college hoops. And, you know, North Dakota State, they just keep, seem to keep rolling with the punches. With Nevada, they lost the Martin brothers two years ago, coming into last year, and they dropped off 10 wins. Um, they lose another three solid players. I can't think it's going to be much better. I think it's going to be another rough season for the Wolfpack. Give me North Dakota State on the money line. Brian? I see guys in love with the under here. I'm going to lean towards the over. I think we see just barely enough scoring from North North Dakota State uh, and Nevada to get this over round 150. Yes, Steve Alford and defense, not two things to go together. I'm going to take the over with you in this one. We got... Texas Arlington against Oklahoma State. Okay, so here's the game that I have circled, and I called him Jared Cunningham on the, on the video because I was so excited about seeing him. And that's, of course, not his name, but it's Cunningham for Oklahoma State is the guy, right? He's kind of, he's the guy, you know, he's the top player. He's the LaMelo Ball. He's the LeBron. He's the guy, right? This is the guy. It's like we have a clear-cut top player in the NBA draft for the upcoming year. And this is the guy. And he chooses the school. They can't play in the postseason because they're on probation. I don't know. Boone Pickens no longer alive, you know, the oil tycoon, right? No longer alive at Oklahoma State. But you have to wonder how this guy, who basically could play anywhere, he was offered the biggest G League contract in history, to go and play there, winds up playing for the Cowboys. 
who I believe lost their appeal, right? They did not get win their appeal of their probation, at least as far as I know. <laughs> and uh, what do you think about this one? This is going to be a, a very interesting game today. Um, ESPN covering this thing. Oh, uh, ESPN three or <laughs> no, no ESPN like the regular. Yeah, ESPN. I, that's how big this Cunningham is. That's how that's how great I... this guy is supposed to be. <laughs> this guy is supposed to be the guy, like the guy. I I don't I don't think Texas will win. Um, I'm gonna leave with Oklahoma State on this one. Chris, I haven't heard this much hype since Lonzo Ball for a for a for a guy <laughs> coming in. Yeah, he's he, and and you're right. I find it a little bit strange that he uh, he went to he didn't go to the G League because I think he's going to be one and done here anyway. So why wouldn't you just try to take a payday for a year instead of going to, going to Oklahoma State? I don't know, but you know what? He's here now. Uh, I don't know if there's much of a supporting cast around him, but I think that there's going to be enough of a hype around him that. Guys are going to want to step up for his first start. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't see much from UT Arlington last year to even suggest that they'd be able to keep up here. I think the threes are going to be raining for Oklahoma State. And just Arlington won't be able to keep up. Give me Oklahoma State here. Brian? Yeah, I think somebody probably paid him at Oklahoma State to come there. I don't know who or I can't prove that. But And anyway, I, uh, on another point, I don't bet on hype. Uh, that's the worst thing you can do. I think this line's a little bit inflated. Uh, give it, me Texas Arlington. I liked him at six. I liked him at six. Nine is a little different. A little different. But I I, I could see it, you know. I, I'm dying to see this guy, right? We're dying to see this guy, you know. And yeah, I know we're, know we're all at three o'clock. I know where I'm watching. You know, I know I know where I'm going to be. Seven point win for Oklahoma State here. <laughs> yeah, I think so. it's going to be something like that, right? Seven, eight points. Nine. Georgetown against UMBC, the Retrievers. Anything? It's okay if you don't know some of these teams. It's fine. You can just say, I'm going to pass on this one. <laughs> it's a chance to say Georgetown. something about Georgetown. I'm trying to get a total on this game. I typically a high scoring team. I'm not a big, I'm not crazy about them, but I'm going to take the over on this one. Chris. I still remember betting Georgetown against Howard a couple years ago and watching Georgetown just fall flat on their face, like trying to cover games left and right last year. They lost Matt McClung. They have guys coming in, but I still don't, I don't care. I I still have a bad taste in my mouth with the Hoyas against the spread. I'll take uh, I'll take UMBC in the points here. Brian, I'll pass on this one. I can't give an educated one guess on this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I like UMBC too, but I I believe me, I've had my ass handed to them on on the retrievers and spots like this. I think that what we saw from Georgetown last year was they didn't cover like against the bad teams early, and then against the really good teams, they went on like this cover spree, you know. Michigan against Bowling Green. This looks like to be the squarest play on the board. And who do you like? Give me Michigan. <laughs> 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 and Flintstone. <laughs> Chris, uh, we know we, yeah. we know we know Ant's going to Wendy's for lunch. I like Bowling Green here. I just, I just, you know, they got everyone's they got back. <laughs> they got Justin Turner and Daquan Plowden, and those are two team two guys that are not going to be scared of the big moment again. A Michigan team that's 
favorite like this because of I think name brand alone. I don't think this Michigan team's as good as their. Uh, Juan Howard hasn't proved that he can is any better coach than Penny Hardaway. That's true. You know, I mean, he's got like, Isaiah Livers, who's an NBA prospect, but no, they're going to have NBA up. prospects. It's Michigan, but th- I think the issue here is that. Bowling Greenfield slighted after last season when they were going to the tournament. And this yeah. is a team that doesn't go to the tournament. They have, I don't think they've ever been, right, or haven't been in, like, 100 years. And it's like yeah. that was their year to go. And it's like they feel slighted. And all of those guys at Bowling Green, if every one of them, the guy Turner and all those guys that Chris just mentioned, if they went into the transfer portal, they'd be at Louisville or something right now. Yeah. You know? They had that opportunity, and they said, no, we're going to stick together. We're going to bust these guys up, like in games like this. Yeah, and we've seen them. we've seen teams like this in games like this <laughs> where it's just they just can't shake them, right? It just yeah. it just has all the looks that they just can't shake them. You know, yeah, just, watch, watch like, out for Bowling Green in the MAC this year. This is the team to beat. I think in that conference, there's two teams out there that are going to be really playing with purpose this year, and this is one of them: Bowling Green, and the other one's Liberty. Yeah. I think Utah State too is is another one to watch, but that's besides the point. But Brian, what do you think? Uh, Michigan got out fast last season to a great start, but typically this is a team that I think starts slowly. Bowling Green, uh, like you said, has a chip on their shoulder. I'm going to take the points of Bowling Green here. Got uh, Louisville up against Evansville. I did the video on this one. You know, everyone knows my record in Evansville games against the big opponent. I mean, last year we cleaned house once they knocked off Kentucky um, because we just went against Evansville every time because they were over, you know, they were overblown after that win. But I, two of my biggest, worst losses in the history of live video are both on Evansville. Um, one was I took Kentucky last year against Evansville, and the other one was I took Evansville against Duke plus 38. They lost by 70. And any chance the Purple Aces come in here to the Yum Center and bust up the Cardinals? I, I don't think so. I think, it's a little, uh, I think Louisville will beat them by 20 points. Personally, I'm going to ride on this over here. Um, I think it'll get a high... They'll score a lot of points, but Evans, they're gonna they're a shooting type team, so I I think they're gonna keep up and get on that total there. So I'm gonna take the over on this one. I kinda like that over. Chris Evan covering is like me having a chance of looking good in a two piece. It's just <laughs> not gonna happen. I think Louisville's gonna come out and house them. They got they got a couple transfers coming in and I think Louisville's team to watch out for in the ACC. I think they're going to house uh, Evansville here by 30. Give me a Louisville. Evansville players are walking around Louisville like, you know, the best KFCs in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> like the Green Book. <laughs> Brian? This total's dropped about three, three and a half. Lots of people loving the under. I like the over here. I think we see enough from Evansville to get it over that 132. Yeah, I think they're going to have to play a wide-open style. You know, it's the only chance they have. I'm with you on that one. We got that team that will be scoring the last five seconds of the game, down by 20, 25. (laughs) Liberty Liberty against Purdue. Purdue was terrible last year. Liberty was had. 30 wins last season. <laughs> Man, the tournament got canceled. They lost their best player, right? but they still got still loaded. Um, and what do you think? Yeah, 
This is, I don't care for both these teams. I'm not a big Liberty person either, but you know, there's a lot of talk that this team's going to be very, do very well this year. So 30 wins uh, is huge. I, I'm probably going to take the, take the under on this one. Chris. 30 wins. <laughs> yeah. Um, 30. Yeah, 30. <laughs> Nah, I'm still 3-0. 3-0. 30 wins. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm still going to take the under as well. I just think, I think it's a lower-scoring game, and, and there's a lot of production that uh, needs to come back and show up here. I just don't know if it's going to be there in game one, so give, give me the under here. It does suck. Brian? I see the some big betters going with the over here, so I'm going to side with the over. I think Liberty... Does enough to get it over that 124 and a half. So, the Purdue contributing. Give me the over. Lean to the over for me as well. Butler against Western Michigan. Butler, uh, I don't know, man. It was, this was a team that just had an absolute meltdown last season. They looked like they were the number one team in the country. I believe they got to number one, right? And, and then they just fell apart in the Big East. I mean, they were... They were, they were probably borderline to make the tournament at all after being number one during the season. And does the Butler yeah, do it? I am not a big fan of Coach Jordan over here. I don't ever take Butler personally. They've just screwed me so many times. I'll take the under, though, on this, this game for the first half. I like the under for the first half on this one. Chris? Yeah, this is a team that I do not like on the board at all. Um, Western Michigan lost their best player, and Xavier lost half their team. Um, I'll it's take Butler. the under here. It's Butler. It's yeah, they, re- yeah, they did reload. They got Bo Hodges from East Tennessee State, but uh, that's just a lot of production lose. I'll take the under, 131.5. I think there's going to be an adjustment here. Ryan? I'm kind of liking the dog here, Western Michigan. That seems like a, uh, too many points for Butler to cover here. Give me the dog here. I think they keep it within 14. Let me let me fill you all on a tidbit of information that's going to make you wealthy. Take Western Michigan the first half, take Butler the second half. It's exactly how they do it all the time, man. Have you ever seen Butler? They come out sluggish, 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 and then the second half, they start hitting from the outside and they can't miss. It's, it's just so typical, especially at Hinkle. Especially at Hinkle. And so I guess I'll update mine, take the under for the first half and the over for the second half. <laughs> Kentucky against Moorhead from Rupp. And? Oh, I, I'm, I'm excited for Kentucky. Uh, I think this is going to be, they're going to beat them by definitely 20 points easily. So uh, let's. I think that it's going to be a big gap, so I'm going to take the under if it's still at the 140 and a half. I did look at this game a couple days ago. I really like that under because of that gap, and then we'll see them switch out with some backups. So give me the under. Chris? I'd like more more state, but I I think I like Kentucky a little bit. I think a little bit better here. I think uh, this is going to be your your typical – uh, Kentucky show out, show up. First uh, first game of the season. They got a ton of freshmen coming in, but these are really good freshmen. So 
Give me, uh, give me Kentucky here. Ryan? Usually I like to go against young teams like Kentucky in the first couple games, but here I think they show up and get it uh, over 20-point victory. So give me Kentucky here, cover. I'm all, I'm all over Moorhead in this one. No problem. Kentucky is kind of the Green Bay Packers of college basketball. I love them. I think they're awesome. And I think, like, I like to ride Kentucky when everybody else has lost faith in them. And they're going to lose some faith in them because they're going to lose some money on this game by backing them. So I'm going to take Moorhead State here. I'm telling you, this is the way Kentucky works every single season. See, a lot of people, this is why I generally sell in college basketball. A lot of people have really short memories. But you guys have heard my stories, right? So you know I got memory like an elephant, right? So it's like... The way that Kentucky works is, and it's the same way every year. We see this every single year, right? So Calipari go, picks, picks across the country the super raw, awesome talent, just unbelievable athletes, right? Just unbelievable talent. The first part of the season, they're kind of just getting to learn the college game. The second part of the season, they're working on playing together better. And then the final part of the season, they're building towards peaking in March. And it is the same, same story every single year. And it will be the same this year. Love the Cats, but not here. 24 and a half, quarter of 100. I'll take more ahead of my quarter of 100 points. Um, North Carolina against Charleston. The heels were terrible last year. Really a bad heels team. They Cole Anthony was hurt the whole year. But they don't have him anymore to kick around. So Roy Williams, I think the recruiting I think recruiting at North Carolina is usually not such a difficult task. So I'm gonna guess they're loaded. And Yeah, it was disappointing last year with North Carolina with the Tar Heels. Um I I'm gonna lean towards the over here. I think they're gonna come out a lot of high scoring on this one. Give me the over. Chris? You lost. We lost you. Brian? Too much money here on North Carolina, and uh, I'm going to go back to my old faithful, uh, taking a dog like Charleston. This is like their Super Bowl game. I want to go with Charleston plus the points here. Just don't think the Cougars have it this year. I think that's part of the problem. I think the other part is that North Carolina, coming off of that bad year, probably wants to make a little bit of a statement. Chris? Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think Cole Anthony was the heart of that team, and you know, UNC just showed that they folded, and they don't, and they're not normally that kind of team. I think they want to show that they're better than what they were last year, and this is a bounce back spot. And Charleston just lost their best scorer yeah, over four not, years, Grant Riller. Yeah. They lost so like, like probably the best scorer in the country, right? I mean, he was yeah. he was this guy's prolific. Yeah, he was really good. And was I really think that's good. just going to be too much for them to adjust to against North Carolina in one game. So give me the Tar Heels. Yeah, this is this is kind of where the guys like Ruffalo and myself that really go under the hood and, and you know, <laughs> this stuff. So you kind of, like, you find those angles like this, you know, like Ritter, you know, it's kind of. It worries me the Lions really stayed at 17, 16 and a half in some spots. I think people are, I think people are a little afraid of North Carolina after last year getting so roasted on them. You got Eastern Michigan against Michigan State. I took Eastern Michigan on the drive-thru yesterday, and I know I took them in the video, and I know it's a super unpopular pick, which makes me like it even more. And who do you like? <laughs> oh, this is not a game I'm taking for sure. I, I was definitely leaning a little towards the underdogs here. Usually when it's something tight, I'm definitely going to take the over then. Chris? 
I'm in Eastern Michigan here. Spartans lost uh, Xavier Tillman and Cassius Winston, and you know Tom Izzo's been dealing with COVID, so he probably hasn't had the time to really coach the guys the way he wants to, at least with the corner, the corner season just around the corner. So uh, I think Eastern Michigan can keep this one close. A lot of those guys remember the 53-point beatdown from the Spartans last year, and they did like a little bit of revenge to battle back here. So give me East Car- Eastern Michigan, excuse me. Yeah, I think I think what we have here is um, I think what we have here is a defensive game, and I think when you get into the twenties in point spread in a defensive game, it makes it super hard to cover these kind of numbers. Plus, Eastern Michigan does have the revenge angle. I think you know I think that Michigan State they know that their their main guy is an injury problem. They're not going to leave him in there in a blowout, and I think he's going to have monitored minutes early in the season anyway. In a game like this, I think losing Cassius Winston and Tillman, it's not just their production, it's just what they mean on the court. Cassius Winston, I believe, was the all time leading scorer at Michigan State, right? I think he broke Magic Johnson's record or something, right? It's like he's up there. And if he didn't break it, he's right there with them. You know, it's well, like, you could tell, you could tell from like watching the last couple of years, he was the heartbeat of that. Yeah, team. he was like the he heartbeat was, of the uh, team. So I think, you know, it's Michigan State. They're going to be fundamentally sound. They're going to pass well. They're going to rebound well. They're going to do all, play defense. They're going to do all those things. But what we have is a low-scoring game and a big number. This just feels like 15 to 17 points. It doesn't necessarily feel like yeah, 20. 18. Yeah. Yeah, for me here, it's, this is a game I kind of regret not putting in as a premium. Eastern Michigan <laughs> looks like a very solid play. And when you see only... Very little people back yeah. in Eastern Michigan. 94%, 94% of the money is, Huge. is on yeah. Michigan State. And this 94%. Is you think Vegas is just going to say, welcome to the college basketball season. We're going to turn out the freaking lights. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. My favorite free pick so far, Eastern Michigan plus. Michigan plus. State also kind of like a Green Bay Packers, Notre Dame of football, right? They're kind of like that team for college basketball i like michigan state a lot i like them a lot better than some of those pansy ass teams right you know of the of the elite teams which we like to fade right like, but i like, like michigan Miami. state i like them better than a lot of those pansy teams yeah. what's that nothing i said miami hurricane miami's not a pansy with. team i was messing with you. you know who i'm talking you guys know who i'm talking about you know you guys know the soft teams out there you know who they are you know who always gets the calls mm-hmm I, I, I still love Michigan State, you know. I still, my favorite, co- one of my, my favorite college basketball quote of all time is Draymond Green, you know, about, the, about Michigan, you know, at Michigan. They interviewed him on the court after the game, after the win at Michigan in his senior year. He said, they dislike us. I hate them. <laughs> He's like, that's the difference. Speaking of soft, pansy-ass teams. <laughs> Minnesota against Wisconsin, Green Bay. It just seems that every year the expectations for Minnesota are so high, and this team just never lives up to it, right? Because Patino is <laughs> the, the coach. And uh, all right, guys, I love this one here. Take the over on this. Uh, this is going to go over 150 points. I I love this game. Uh, treat yourself. Grab the what time, what time is this game? Oh, I see it. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. <laughs> Eastern time. Oof. Chris? 
Yeah, I, I like the over as well. Um, these are just two teams that like to score. Green Bay like, like to score. I think they were 80 points last year, and Minnesota usually scores into the 70s. But I can see this one hitting 160, 165. <laughs> um, but someone just tells me there's also too many points for Minnesota. This feels like a, a 14, 15, 16-point game, not 19. So give me, a, give me Green Bay in the points. So I just got an email from Rod, and basically it said that his Skype made an update, and like his computer is just, you know, is basically crapped the bed. But that's fine because I'll give out a pick for him. He didn't say it on the show, but I know he's. I know he likes this one. Hofstra minus one and a half against Monmouth. <laughs> I can tell you he loves it. I don't know if he's got his premium pick or he doesn't have a premium pick, but I can guarantee you he loves Hofstra against Monmouth. I can guarantee it. <laughs> he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't able to make the drive through yesterday, but he said if you give out a pick, give out Hofstra. Uh, see? <laughs> there it is. He loves – I know. I like we made so much money. <laughs> like we made so, so much, much money, money on Hofstra last what year because Rod like ju- Rod like jumped on Hofstra and it's like, hey, he's like, he's like, I think I think I think we're onto something with Hofstra. And it was like we all started betting Hofstra and on the show we're all betting Hofstra and it's like eleven Hofstra. games later and it's like we got this stack of cash our Hofstra money. <laughs> Hofstra sneaking into the bird cages at the end of every show. Yeah, it's like, even when they're not playing, they're like, still in it. I'm gonna sprinkle a little Hofstra in there. <laughs> Brian, who do you like in this one? Minnesota Green Bay. I'm on Green Bay, man. I I, I just can't help myself. <laughs> I agree with everybody here. I think Green Bay is just too many points, and I like the over two. We've seen it drop four points, but that's because the bulk betters are taking uh, the under, but the big money guys are on the over. So give me the over. Give me Green Bay. Does Minnesota ever? Do they ever cover a 19 point spread? I mean. They always have these giant spreads. The expectations are always way high. And then didn't they have like a losing record through like they're at a conference last year? It was like, oh, and it was like they had no chance of making the tournament. Like zero. <laughs> like Slim had left town a long time ago. Like by January they were done. Speaking of done, West Virginia against South Dakota State. I like this one. Rescheduled. This is one in that rescheduled bucket of games. South Dakota State returns everybody. Everybody from their team that won the conference last year, they had the Southland Player of the Year. He's back. What's not to like about the Jackrabbits? <laughs> I was hoping you were going to do that. <laughs> and? Uh, what's the spread on that, Mitch? <laughs> it was nine. It's up to ten and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I, like, I agree with you on that one. Uh, but I'm going to play a total on this, guys. This is another good total on that under here. I neck and neck game defensively um and yeah Mitch thinks South Dakota's gonna cover I could absolutely I think they have a chance to win this game uh, yeah I absolutely agree with I'm you I'm playing I money this line is a on good this. under to half here at the 146 if it hasn't moved <laughs> give me that under this is another good one I should have made this premium <laughs> Chris <laughs> this is one that I wish I could have made premium I like South Dakota State money line I think, I think Washington, you, you know, they're going to try to play their defense, but South Dakota State's not afraid of these big teams. We've seen it in the tournament before. And I don't know. I, this, feels like a, this feels like one where South Dakota State steals it, steals it at the buzzer. So I'll take, I'll take South Dakota State money line. One of the greatest NCAA tournament games of all time, South Dakota State hitting the shot from half court to beat Texas. 
I was at the I Westgate. That. I was at the Westgate Superbook when that happened on on March Madness. I believe it was day two of March Madness, and there was probably thirty thousand people in the sports book, and the whole building shook when that ball went through. It was nuts. Jackrabbits, Brian. <laughs> No, I'm going to disagree, you guys. I'm going to take West Virginia. I'm going to lay the points. I think they're not going to take San Diego State uh, lightly here. They, they see what they did last year. I think they state make win here. West Virginia pounds them by 20. I'm telling you, these guys are not a novelty act anymore, man. These guys are a real team. I like their logo, though. Jackrabbits. <laughs> Brian's like, maybe I'll get a Jackrabbits hat. No. Rhode Island against Arizona State. This is a this is a reschedule type thing. So Arizona State, I'll give you guys a little background here. Arizona State <laughs> last year had a loaded team. And this year they're loaded again. They have a bunch of guys that seriously play offense. Like these guys can really, really score. But they have a defense optional policy. And most of the guys pass on that. It's like when you ever see the guy and he's injured. In college hoops, like the player, he's injured. It's like he's injured on defense, but he's fully healthy on offense. That's how Arizona State's entire team is from top to bottom. This thing's going 151. It started at 150 and a half. It's at 151 and a half. I feel comfortable up to about 168 in this thing. Fats is on uh, URI. He's like one of the best defensive players in the country. But, you know, they don't. he can also score like crazy. I don't. He can't do it alone against Arizona State. I mean, they're going to put points on the board, and he's going to score 50-60 going the other way, right? It's like, this thing's going to be ridiculous. This thing's over. It's over by halftime. And? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited for this Arizona State this year. I love Bobby Hurley. I followed him for years. Um, stalker. I, I don't know. Was that, was that, wait, is that confessions of a stalker right there? <laughs> I followed him for years. I've made he had he had the him. Wendy's cheeseburger yesterday. <laughs> she shows up. I can be your son, Dev. <laughs> in a weird, uh, I followed him in a weird, in the weirdest way possible. <laughs> he's my yes. I do see this. Uh, both teams getting well over 70 points here. So give me the over. I'm, you know, this is a team I want to see how they do the first game. I'm not convinced yet if they can cover, uh, but I am excited for their team this year. I will say that. And I want to see how today goes. I'm doing a lot of totals and just kind of stalking the covers here. (laughs) Chris. You know, we mentioned Cade Cunningham earlier, but once you're done with Cade Cunningham, watch Arizona State to watch Josh Christopher. He's going to be the next uh, the next recruit that I think is going to light up the country. He's already an all preseason third teamer for the Pac-12. He hasn't even played a game. So, but um, I just this is a pick I gave it on the drive through. I'm sticking with it. I like Arizona State. I just think Rhode Island. Fats Russell probably scores at least 30, but I don't think uh, they put much around him for support. They lost a lot of pieces from last year. And Arizona State got Remy Martin, Alonzo Verge. This is still a loaded Arizona State team. Even with the defense optional policy, I think they still win this one by double digits. I'll lay the points with Arizona State. 
Brian? For me here, I'm going to go with the over, the small little betters. Uh, love the under here. I guess they see a big total and think it's going to be a, a, an easy under for me. I think it'll be an easy over, like Mitch said. Big betters back in the over. I'm back in the over. Take it. <laughs> this is one of those games you can double one on. Back at right. the over first half and over second half. <laughs> this guy, enough is enough with this guy. It's like you say your opinion once, and that's fine. You, you beat it into the ground. Then you have to go. Anyways, let's see. That was like a college football day, I'll tell you. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> Anyways, got, uh, I like the over here. Got uh, Oregon State minus two against Cal in a Pac-12 battle. Got people wrestling in the uh, in the comments here. Jello, jello wrestling or pudding wrestling? How about um, how about Alabama against Jacksonville State? And you got anything on that? Alabama against Jacksonville State. I was ready to do the uh, <laughs> California game. Um, no, I'm going to pass that on that game. I'm going to give out the under on the California. And Oregon State on the Beavers here. I love that under. Chris? Yeah, I, I like Alabama here. I just think that the Crimson Tide reload, and they're, they're going to have a good team with Shackelford and Petty and brought in Jordan Bruner from Yale. And Jacksonville State's going to be a team, I think, that's going to do well in the OVC, but I think they're just overmatched. I think Alabama comes out strong. Give me, give me the Crimson Tide. Brian? I think I'm going to go with the under here. I just think 151 and a half is a lot of points. And uh, I know there's not much defense being played by either one of these teams, but I think it sneaks under the 151 and a half. I always like Jacksonville State. It's like one of those programs that um, – it's like one of those programs that um, they – they take in, like, the guys from the other programs, you know, that kind of either maybe didn't get along with the coach or, like, it's not necessarily, like, the guys that want to transfer for more playing time. Sometimes it is. But sometimes it's those problem guys, right? The guys with a little bit of edge. So I don't think they're going to be backing down from Alabama anytime soon. We see them in college football. I mean, these guys almost took out Georgia a couple of years ago. These, these guys are tough. And uh, they got, like, a North Carolina transfer. They got, the, you know, they, they always have guys like that. And Alabama's always a little bit overrated. They got um, the transfer from Yale uh, to Alabama. Um, he's a good player. We saw, you know, the last Yale, Yale transfer that we saw was um, the one that went to Baylor a couple years <laughs> ago. Mackay Mason. Mackay Mason. He was awesome. Um, so I expect, you know, I expect to see similar uh, here in Alabama. But I got to say that. I just think Jacksonville State taken way too lightly in this one. These guys have some serious talent on the roster. I mean, it's not like, you know, there's some of these schools that you have to remember that they're like this every year, and they're, they're generally tough. And when they have a down year, it's just they didn't get a lot of those guys that they normally get. But this year they did. I know for a fact they did. I can't believe somebody would transfer away from Yale. 
into Alabama. It's graduate transfer. It means they've oh. graduated already. Oh, I was going to say, you want your degree from <laughs> Yale if you can get it. Well, they got it. They're graduate oh, transfer. Good. Oh, okay. Graduate transfer. Graduate Take transfer. Graduate transfer. Oklahoma against UTSA. UTSA, real crap-o defense. <laughs> and... Yeah. Oh, 157, it's like a treat. <laughs> Give me the under. That's going to be like a 140 game. Maybe you think lower. so? U- UTSA, no defense at all. Zero. No, I think this is going to go go under. Um, I think Oklahoma could score 100. I think this is one of these setups. Everyone's grabbing the over. So, uh, this is going to be a 20-point gap. I like the under here a lot. <laughs> Chris? I didn't like Oklahoma much to start because I was like, yeah, the Sooners, basketball, football, football, any defense as it is. But then, you know, they did bring in some good transfers and Umoja Gibson from North Texas, and he's a scorer. And this that's what this team really needed to go with uh, their starters from last year that are coming back. I like Oklahoma in this spot. I think Oklahoma can win this game by 20, 25 points. I just think, I just think UTSA is a bit of a shell here. So give me the Sooners. Brian? Yeah, I think Chris is right. Oklahoma wins this game. I'll one-up them. I think they win by 30. Uh, line went from 15 to 18, and you're seeing the bigger betters take Oklahoma. So give me the Sooners. Play the points. All right. We're, we're running out of time here, so um, we're going to have to go quick. Mississippi State against Clemson. Just quick. Mississippi State here for me. Take the points. <laughs> Mississippi State for me, too. I like the way Nick Weatherspoon said, I'm going to make myself eligible for the NBA draft. And everyone's like, he's not going to get drafted. It's like, he just hates being in college. You know, It's like, just say it. I hate being in college. I'm leaving. You know, just say it. You know, man up. You know, it's like, you're not, it's like, you're good. You're not great. You're good. But it's like, you hate college. I get it. I didn't like college that much either. I like the, the everything else about college. I didn't like the actual college. Uh, I, I, I like Clemson here, just the returning yeah. production. I think Clemson's win, able to win this game by five or six points. Clemson is a football school. Uh, and, I, I agree with you, Chris. I mean, after losing Tevin Mack, I think they're going to uh, he was, you know, one of their best ball defenders there on ball defenders. And I Clemson, I think, is going to do a good job feeling that that void. If I want to call it that, and I money I think line a lot of Mississippi are on State, Mississippi, so money I'm going to go with Clemson. Money line Mississippi State. Ben Howland, money, <laughs> money lined. Lay the extra points on top of it. They're going to house them. Clemson's a football school. Don't even don't even think twice about it. Ben right Howland is a Ben Howland. Yeah, I agree with me. I, I Ben Howland's a real basketball big. coach. He's a real right, basketball right, coach. Down. It's like think- Mississippi State would have been in the tournament last year. Clemson couldn't. <laughs> Clemson couldn't get past the logo against Virginia. I know they got screwed. They I mean, got robbed. This, this, this could be a premium pick. Colorado, uh, Colorado against uh, South Dakota. Anything? Buffalo's um, always really good at home, um, but this one's on a neutral site. Give me South Dakota. Me too, with the points. I like South Dakota here. I'll take Colorado. Way too many points. <laughs> this is like an eight-point game. It's like it's half the number. Yeah. Uh, give me the over on this one. I like that. <laughs> Georgia Tech and Georgia State. I like Georgia Tech. George, 
I like I like Georgia State, but uh, Spread Knowledge had Georgia Tech. I'll take Georgia Tech. Uh, I'm going to go with Georgia Tech as well. I don't like the total at all for this game. Villanova, Boston College. Definitely Villanova. <laughs> Another should have been premium Boston College. I missed the boat on this one. <laughs> I like Villanova on this one. I'll take Boston College. It's a lean, though. I have a friend that's on Villanova, and this line just like they're, they're screaming for you to take Villanova. They even dropped a 13 and a half, so uh, no way. I like Boston College. They could win outright. Like I'm kind of like, like I've been back and forth on this. I believe in the video I gave out Villanova. I just I like the way Villanova has the guys that like can really shoot, like real shooters. You know, they have those guys that just you know they throw those darts, and it's kind of like there's nothing you can do when the app. Villanova is one of those teams I call it the avalanche. You know, where it's like all of a sudden it's just raining threes, and the other team can like they miss, and all of a sudden now it's six. <laughs> they miss again, all of a sudden it's nine, twelve, fifty. You know, it's like all of a sudden it's thirty. You know, and it's like you're just dead. And they have that ability. They have those kind of shooters, but there's some people that are on Villanova that. Well, let's just say I like betting against them. I like my chances. Anyways, Utah State against VCU. Um, this is a reschedule, uh, rehashed game. Utah State, I think, could have been a Final Four team last year. They had the possibility to, to be that. They lost their, their main guy, um, the guy who was kind of the guy on Utah State, but everybody else is back. So they still have a very good team. VCU. I think they lost all five starters, but they got some big transfers coming in. Didn't they get the guy from Coppin State, the center? He's like seven foot ten or something. <laughs> it's like totally fits in with their defensive style. Pretty sure they got him, the guy from Coppin State, that really tall guy, like that really tall basketball player. I don't see anyone from Coppin State transferring in. No, to VCU. <laughs> Maybe it's they, got, they got one from, from Kansas State. They got a, a forward, but. Got, uh, what do you think in this game, Chris? Um, I, like, I like Utah State. They just bring back the. More production. They've got their two big guys in the middle, and then uh, Bean and Quaida, and they got Brock Miller as well. Um, VCU's almost rebuilding from the ground up. I know they get transfers coming in that are pretty good, but uh, I think Utah State's the team to watch for here. So give me, give me Utah State. Yeah, this is one of those things. If I'm doing a parlay, I would just throw Utah State money yeah. line in at that like minus one eighty five. <laughs> Brendan Medley Bacon. Seven foot one from Coppin State last year at 82 blocks. Wow. <laughs> so he did go to VCU. It just didn't update on my thing. Tough, tough, to, tough to miss a guy that big. Anyways, Wisconsin against Eastern <laughs> Illinois. I like the under. It's at 134 and a half. I think this one's one eight, should be 118. And any opinion here? Uh, what was it? The 124? Eastern Illinois against Wisconsin. It's 134 and a half oh, is the yeah. total. So, 20 and a half on the, on the... It, it, That's going to be one of those games where it's going to be a 20-point gap. So I 
Oh, I think this will just hit 130. So if it's at that 132, yeah, then take I'll take the under. I, you're going to see a big gap in this game, 20, 25 points easily. So Chris? let's go under. I would take uh, I'd take the under as well. But I think I'd lean towards Eastern Illinois. West Wisconsin just for me hasn't been the team that blows teams out like that. So give me the under, but I'll lean towards Eastern Illinois. Brian? Take VCU plus the points. Take Eastern Illinois plus the points. San Diego State against UCLA. You guys know I see Mick Cronin with a whiteboard in his hand. I start in game in the other way. I've been saying this for years. No one will, no one will coach you right out of a game like Mick Cronin. But he did prove me wrong the second half of the season. They caught fire. And any, any pick here, San Diego State, UCLA? Yeah, do you have my sharing the spread on that one? It's three. We got to get you some new right. spread software if you're going to be right. on the you show. You know what? There's a, you, <laughs> it's a, a whole story last night. I had my notebook and all the games done, and I had to take a family member to the hospital. So I apologize. I'm really not prepared today as much as I would like to be. So I'm just going off of memory when I capped all these games. And usually I have it all out in front of me. So it's it's a little bit disappointing. But, hey, I'm, I'm giving you guys some banging totals today. I know these totals are going to hit easily um that three yeah they're gonna i think it'll come down to some foul shooting at the end i'm gonna go towards san diego state here chris i like san diego state on the money line i i just don't i don't like what i've seen from ucla i know they've got this brought back pretty much their whole team from last year but the ucla started out last season pretty slow and i'm with you bitch i don't like mid cronin as much as the next guy so I, I like uh, San Diego State here. Brian? Take the over all day. Too many people back in the under. Goes over 130. <laughs> San Diego State money line for me. All right. Any parlays, Chris? Yeah, let's go. Let's go money line. Uh, San Diego State money line. Uh, South Dakota State money line. And. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> this is a hard one. Uh, San Diego State money line, South Dakota State money line, and Drake money line. And any parlay? Yeah, I'm going to do spreads here. I'm going to go Ohio State minus the 15, Memphis minus the one and a half. And I do like the San Diego money line. I love that. But if you want to, you know, Memphis is six, know, Memphis is six and a half. Ohio State's 18 and a half. Oh, dear. I think Ohio is going to do very well today. <laughs> All right, for me, it's the Oakland under the number, Maryland under the number, and Arizona State over the number. Mississippi State money line, San Diego State money line for me, and South Dakota State money line. All right, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. Enjoy opening of college basketball. Of course, we got a ton of premium picks out there. We got our Facebook group going where you can put all your picks and, of course, our handicapping contest starting in just a few days. If you haven't jumped on it, we got a free trial for spread knowledge as well. I don't know if Brian still has his uh, college basketball package out there or not. Trying Jump to on break my the house. But have a, have a great day, everyone. We'll try and act more professional tomorrow. I'll see you guys on the drive-thru and uh, – Ruffalo, nice job on the promotion there. Have a great day, everyone.